Welcome to The Rundown. I'm BJ, and I have with me here Gabrielle and special guest Stephanie, and we're back. We are back. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been several weeks, actually. (laughs) It's really good to be back. Gabrielle, what were we just listening to that was so fun? We were listening to um, Barrio Feeling by Choker, um, who we'll talk a bit about later in the episode. Great. (laughs) Well, it's really good to be back. It's good to be back in the studio. Say hi, Stephanie. Hello, hello, everyone. Special (laughs) guest. So let's start with, we've missed so much of the summer because we were doing the summer, producing the summer. Gabrielle, can you give us a recap? Oh, I can give you a mini recap. Um, So I think the last time we were here, we were talking about the first triple bill, uh, or excuse me, three-show weekend of the summer, which was in June. Um, So it has been a minute. Yeah, we had a lot of shows between now and then. So this Um, is going to be a two-hour recap. (laughs) Um, one of my favorite shows of the summer, though, at the band show was um, Bella Fleck and the Flecktones in early August, on August 3rd. Um, it was one of the shows where I felt like I w- was like introduced to something new. I'd heard of them, but didn't really know what their music was like. And it was like amazing, jazzy, bluegrassy, very intense and like lush I had a great time. Ooh. It was a really good Lush show. bluegrass. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. And there was a guy in a pirate hat with like a wild drum machine on kind of a guitar body that he had built, and it was incredible. It was great. Wow. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. I'm sad I missed it. Yeah. Um, next time. Next time, <laughs> for sure. Um, so Steph Quay is our um, operations coordinator for the performing arts department here at Brick. And is certainly integral to um, what goes on at the band show over the course of the summer. Steph, what were some of your favorite moments? Uh, well, I had a great time this summer. I love being outside and seeing all the people come for every show. So it was just a great time. But one of my favorite shows was Admiral T because we had a really dope DJ open up that day. Yeah. And I recruited some of the production team, some of the staff to get everybody to get the dance party going. And that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a video on our Facebook that someone posted. I've but heard. Oh. <laughs> I've heard that a video. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm going to have to see this. <laughs> Where's the dance floor out there? Well, sometimes we take out the front couple rows of seats so that it's just a whole wide open space. And, you know, people need a little bit of prompting. Mm. And then once a few people are dancing, then everyone else feels like they can. And so, you know, that's what I made happen. And I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did you start the dancing? I mean, yeah, I did. I had to convince some people to come join me, but it was a good time. That's awesome. Um, We also had a few um, music and movies evenings at the band show this summer. The first was um, Machiste Al Inferno with a live score by Sex Mob. Um, Machiste Al Inferno, I believe, is, well, I know it's Italian. I can't remember. I think it's a silent film. I don't know where I got that from, but I feel like it's true. Anyone listening, Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Google, fact check everything. (laughs) Um, Anyway, it was great. The film itself looked really awesome. I didn't get to watch as much of that show, but sort of just walking around the site, you know, anything on that screen that big in that high definition, Mm. it just like looks great. That's so cool. Um, So that was the first one. And then we had Creed. Creed was a lot of fun. Which was a lot of fun. It's a part of the the Rocky Balboa film franchise. Franchise, right. Empires, whatever. Um, (laughs) Is that like the, the trainer's name? 
So Apollo Creed. So or he's like his main rival. Apollo oh, Creed and okay. Rocky are rivals. Gotcha. And Creed, the movie Creed, is about Apollo's son. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, just spoiler, spoiler alert. It's <laughs> fine. You'll, there's still lots to see if you want to see the film. Um, but the live score for that one was with Wordless Music Orchestra, um, and it was amazing. They're such a they're a really young orchestra um, and very like diverse. I feel like the Knights would you know they're sort of of a of a oh, kind. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and that, especially with all of the crazy fight scenes, was wild to it see really on the screen. That, that yeah. size it was like, Because ah, it's a dramatic scene, you know, but then really hearing the orchestra physically in the same space as you just makes it a different experience. And I had never seen the film before, so oh, right. I was pretty riled up in the audience with every <laughs> fight scene. You were squealing like, <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. Really quite crazy. Um, so that's Creed, hashtag not the band. Hashtag not the band. We did have, when we first announced the festival, we had some questions. People were like, really? Like, Sorry, no. It's not actually the band. Um, the last film we had was also with Wordless Music Orchestra, and that was Selma. Um, that time, Jason Moran, who is a jazz pianist, mm-hmm. um, joined the orchestra, and it was amazing and beautiful and um an intense evening, certainly, given the subject matter of that film, but a really good movie nonetheless. Um, BJ, did you have any favorite summer moments at the band show? Uh, can I say Garth Fagan? Is yes. that cheating? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Garth Fagan is one that I worked on, and I had never seen dance out at the band show before, and it was stunning. It was absolutely beautiful to see dance on that stage, the audience was so into it. I brought a couple of friends, and they were just gobsmacked by the talent. The lights looked amazing. Mm-hmm. So if uh, fun fact, the lighting team was there until like 4 a.m. the night before trying wow. to sort the lights because, you know, for a dance show like that, the lighting is such a big part of it, especially, yeah. especially when outdoors. there's no set and outdoors. Yeah. Really, it's the second act that you fully appreciate the lights because the sun doesn't really yeah. go down all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But it was just uh, a magical night, really, really beautiful. And I worked with that group leading up to it, and they were just lovely, wonderful people to work with. And Garth was so gracious and excited to be there. And when someone is that excited to be there and that happy and that gracious, it just makes you love them even more. (laughs) So that was a really, really, really fun night for me. And then I went out of town for a month. Yeah, for a very long time. But next summer, summer, we'll get some more shows. Yes. Um, so I think the Brick Celebrate Brooklyn Festival is often thought of as just a music festival, but there's a lot of other stuff that goes on every single summer on purpose. <laughs> so there's yeah. always some film programming. There's always some dance programming. Um, and it's always a really good time. Yes. <laughs> and next summer is a special summer, is it not? Indeed next summer is very is. special. It's going to be the 40th anniversary, Ooh. which is crazy. 40 years. 40 whole years at the same place, too, you know? I don't wow. know if that doesn't necessarily happen all the time. Yeah. So definitely stay tuned for exciting announcements about what will be happening at the band shelf for the 40th anniversary season. I can say there's some cool things being cooked up, so get excited, everyone. Wow. I feel like you have some insider information. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And have a little offline conversation with you. I know. So we're kind of in an in-between zone here at Brick House, at least for the performing arts team. Yes. We're coming out of the summer and all of that programming and heading into the fall. 
Um, BJ, can you tell us a little bit about what will be happening here in September, October? Yes, for sure. So the Brick House goes a little bit quiet during the summer because there's so much happening at the band shell. But in the fall, we come back to Brick House. We fill up all of the spaces. The artist studio is taken over with the Brick Lab residencies. And those are two-week residencies for emerging and established artists who are theater makers, dance makers, some music makers as well, interdisciplinary artists, and they work on something and they do a couple of work-in-progress showings of their piece. So the first two in September, we have Kenisa Shaw followed by Edisa Weeks will be in there back-to-back in September. And then later in the fall will be Martha Redbone and Layla Buck. And then we also have the Knights coming back. And so the Knights will be back in early October They have their big opening night on October 5 with a 36-piece orchestra uh, with Nicholas Fan will be with them. Very cool. And then they come back again in December, in early December. Same thing where they do, every time they're here, they do a family matinee and then they do an evening program. And the family matinee is like a smaller version of their big program. So it's like not quite an hour. They'll edit a little bit and they'll talk to the audience and they'll let the young people know what they're doing and it's really family friendly and kind of a a relaxed performance idea so the young people if they're like wiggly or squirmy or talking it doesn't matter if you need to take them out for a second it's fine if you need to come back it's fine so it's really 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 family friendly so they'll do that for um, in October and in December and then there's also the Commons Choir which is a premiere They started as Brick Lab resident artists, which is really fun when we can take a Brick Lab resident artist and continue the development of the work and premiere the work in the ballroom. And so that's what we've done. They were in the Brick Lab last fall. And so now it's a year later. We're premiering the work in the ballroom. And that is a, goodness, probably 30 people dance, music, vocal piece that is really really hard to describe but I promise <laughs> really, cool. really cool yeah <laughs> yeah they have this enormous group of people and they call themselves the improbable choir because it's just a huge group of people all on stage <laughs> at once doing vocal exercises and being in different places vocally mm-hmm. and then like one vocalist will be over all of it and then there's movement involved it's really really cool. cool piece yeah is this performance going to include some of the like community members that were part of the workshops this summer yes okay yes Cool. Yeah, so they the Commons Choir, yes, thank you, Gabrielle, did workshops all July and then an intensive in August. They've been working on this piece for ages, and some of those community members will be back and will be in the piece, Very cool. which I love when that happens. Yes, absolutely. So that's the fall for me in a nutshell. I know there are other things happening like contemporary art exhibitions and more music probably. Family <laughs> programming, all kinds of things yes. happening. Yeah. Um, one of the other main performing arts programs happening in the fall is Brick Jazz Fest, which Ooh. is going to be October 14th <laughs> through 21. And I'm so excited to be here for the third year of it. Um, it'll kick off with um, film programming on for October 14th and 15th, the Saturday and Sunday. Um, we're showing uh, Chasing Train, which is a documentary about John Coltrane. Um, and I called him Morgan, which is about Lee Morgan and I think really focuses on his death. Mm-hmm. He was shot and killed by his wife, mm-hmm. um, who's also a jazz musician. Um, so that should be super fascinating. Whoa. Um, I understand that there was, you know, Lee Morgan was an incredible musician, um, but there, there's not quite as much sort of live footage of him. Um, 
but it should be an interesting documentary nonetheless. I'm fascinated to learn more about his life and death. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, so it kicks off with that. <laughs> um, and then we will have a, a little light fair. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just to get things going. Um, and then we have a couple of days of uh, free programming here at Brick House. And then we get to the big kahuna, dun, dun, the Brick dun. Jazz Fest <laughs> Marathon, <laughs> uh, which starts on Thursday, October 19th and continues through that Friday and Saturday. Um, each night there are uh, nine bands playing and we sort of take over the first floor of, of Brick House. So um, between the Stoop Gallery stage, the artist studio and the ballroom, if a person comes to uh, Brick House that night, they could conceivably see all nine bands. It's really fun, also insane, but <laughs> a really good time. <laughs> um, and the, the music we were listening to earlier at the beginning of the show um, was by Troquer, who's playing on Thursday, October 19th, on the gallery stage here at Brick House. Um, they are from Guadalajara, Mexico. And um, they're great. That you don't often, I don't often see a jazz band with a DJ on stage. It's like very much a part of the, the show. So I'm excited to see that oh, live. Yeah. yeah, they just did a Tiny Desk concert, um, I think, in May. Uh, so you should definitely check that out for a little teaser. Um, and something else I'm really looking forward to um, is seeing Regina Carter, who's a violinist. She's doing a uh, sort of tribute to Ella Fitzgerald, Ooh. Um, which would be very cool. She's headlining Friday night, the 20th. Um, Maceo Parker is headlining the Saturday night marathon. Um, he used to play with James Brown. He's most well known as one of James Brown's horn players um wow. so that should be epic <laughs> yeah and very fun bring your dancing shoes <laughs> wow these are legit artists yeah it's gonna be jazz fest is no joke <laughs> yeah not at all it's gonna be um it's gonna be really cool i'm very much looking forward to it um steph do you have anything you want to add about jazz yeah, fest yeah i'm just trying to think i'm, I'm excited to just it's always exciting when there's a lot of different things happening at brick house you know um, on nights like, you know, Jazz Fest or even Brick House Sessions in the spring when different place, spaces in um, Brick are activated, it just feels really full. Um, and a couple, yeah, I'm excited about the artists we mentioned and Braxton Cook, who's super dope. I'm excited to see what he's going to put together for this show. It's going to be it's going to be a good time. Come out. Yeah, so we have a little a little um, clip from a video, actually, of Regina Carter ex describing the project she's going to be performing. So we can just play a little bit of that so you can hear it in her own words. My name is Regina Carter, and I'm interpreting Ella Fitzgerald's music through my violin. My violin is my voice. I'm really excited for you all to hear this music. I've been here with my wonderful band, Alvester Garnett on drums, Marvin Sewell on guitar, Chris Lightcap on bass, and Xavier Davis on Hammond B3, Rhodes, and piano. I've always loved Ella Fitzgerald. She's such a unique and powerful voice. This would have been Ella's 100th birthday, so I wanted to celebrate her by choosing some of my favorite tunes that she's recorded.
That's amazing. Cool. So cool. It's going to be fun. Can I just say something about jazz drumming? And <laughs> what? It doesn't make any sense to me. How is it possible? I don't understand. Every time I watch them closely and carefully and I try to figure out what they're doing and it none of it makes sense to me how it's even a thing. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I was actually at a show last night. I always think of like like drummers' faces as a is a thing. You know, they make weird faces yeah. when they play and yes. it's hilarious. <laughs> yes. And I was at a show last night actually where one of the members of the Commons choir was performing. Um, anyway, one of the other sets included two drummers who both really had some faces going on. So that's a little bit of a, of a preview of what the fall looks like for the Performing Arts Department here at Brick. We hope to see you all there. Yes. Um, it, there's tons more information yeah. and details about oh, yeah. all of this on Brick's website um, that you should definitely check out. Tickets are available now yes. for um, the Brick Labs and Nights. Mm-hmm. Commons Choir and Jazz Fest. Yes, on Ticketfly. So come hang out with us, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we'll do deeper dives into everything certainly. in subsequent episodes. Certainly. Hope to have some artists join us, talk yes. about their work a little bit yes. in the studio. Um, it should be fantastic. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you all soon at Brick House. Mm-hmm. So that concludes our Welcome Back episode. But before yes. we go, Gabrielle, I just have to ask... We have a tradition here after every episode. We get a little personal. Talk to me. Tell me what are some of your like late summer, early fall traditions or plans or things you're looking forward to as we say goodbye to summer? I get excited. I love hot weather. Like I really thrive in hot weather. And so um, when it starts to get a little crisper, I like really resist being excited about how lovely the air is. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I shouldn't like this, but it's actually great. It's really quite nice to be able to breathe, move around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the humidity. So I'm looking forward to that and just uh, like taking walks in in that kind of weather um, and trying to squeeze in a few more beach days before mm. it really Ooh, gets cold. Because yeah. I didn't have enough have oh, enough beach no. time this summer. How so. many did you have? Give me a count. Like one, which is what? horrendous because I like I like could live on the sand, you know? Wow. <laughs> how did that happen? I don't know. I don't oh, know no. how it happened. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. A couple more beach days before I, like, secretly love the crisp fall air. <laughs> that's my plan. <laughs> what about you guys? Yeah, Stephanie. Similarly, I am my fullest self in the summertime, so wow, I... And both live in New York City. I yeah. I just... Wow. Stunned by this. I think about it too. Just like, what am I doing here? But um, so definitely trying to make some more beach days happen. I've only been to the beach twice. Also not acceptable. Um, And so that'll be good to hold on to summer for as long as possible. But I do appreciate fall and like the leaves turning. I really appreciate that. And I'm going to be going up to New Hampshire for a weekend in early October. I went to school there. And so it's always really beautiful to the drive up there and to see just the trees and the leaves and to really sort of embrace fall for a moment before the darkness of winter comes. Oh my. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> it does happen yeah. quickly here. It I'm not does. originally Fall from so New York short. City and yeah. it happens so fast. fast. Yeah. 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 It's like you'll blink and all of a sudden it's February and it's nine degrees. <laughs> and <laughs> and right. gray. Even now it's getting really crisp, like you said, yeah. Gabrielle, in the morning and yes, at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last night it was kind of chilly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's still summer, please. Yeah, it's crazy. What about you, BJ? 
Well, for Labor Day, I'm going to go to Houston, if Houston still exists, mm. after Hurricane yeah. Harvey, mm. knock on wood. Yeah. My parents are down there. They're actually right on the coast, hunkering down. Oh, boy. So thinking about them today and hoping that everything goes smoothly and, you know, there isn't any damage or flooding mm. from from Harvey. So we'll see. I'll keep you posted on that. Yeah. They are right in the path. So I will go down there for Labor Day. It's always nice to be there because it's still super, super hot. And mm-hmm. so beach days and pool days nice. are happening the whole weekend. And then after Labor Day, my husband's birthday is in early September and he turns 40 this year. Ooh, Ooh big four is the festival. I, know, I was thinking that when you said that the festival was 40 years old. I was like, wow, that's <gasps> so We have a whole weekend plan. He has friends coming in from Colorado and from Texas. They have an Airbnb nearby. We're going to do a cookout. We're going to do a ping pong night. We're going to go out to Governor's Island. The whole weekend, oh, fun planned. Yes, his poor cool. friends that I've been mm-hmm. badgering, <laughs> nagging, <laughs> have taken up their whole weekend. I really want to make it special. It is hard. For, for folks at times to turn 40, it can be mm. a bit of a like, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, things might be halfway over. Yeah. No. Oh Keeping God. it real, folks. So that said, happy fall. Happy, happy fall. Um, I think we can have Troquet take us out. Yeah, please do, Gabrielle. the end of Barrio Yes, Stephanie, thanks for joining us. I hope you'll come back. I will. I will. This was a good time. Thanks we'll for having me. Thanks for listening to The Rundown. In a couple weeks. <laughs>